Thank you for joining us here at Fellowship Church for today's message. Our desire is to encourage others to love God, love people, and impact the world. And we would love to hear how God is using this ministry in your life. So take a moment and visit us online at fellowshipws.org. Find the Share Your Story button and tell us what God is doing in your life. While you are there, you'll also find useful information about our church and other resources that will bring you closer to Christ. Thanks again for joining us, and we hope you enjoy today's message. But what we're going to talk about for the next few minutes is a topic called cycles. Somebody say cycles. Do your hand like this. Cycles. Keep doing it like that. Say cycle. Can I tell you people of God that life is a series of cycles? If you look at the end of somebody's life, if they could chart out a map, they went from season to season, from cycle to cycle. And if you connect all the dots, it tells a story. Somebody say cycles. Come on, keep doing your hand like that. Cycle is this, for the, for, the, for the sake of our discussion today, that a cycle is a series of events and processes that when, re, that when repeated, produce replicated results. That if you do it, I know all the time, if I crank up, put my key in the ignition, it's going to start my car. Tell somebody, that's a cycle. Can't go nowhere without it doing that. And every time I go out there, unless something wrong with your starter or unless something wrong with your spark plug or something, it's supposed to do it. And when that cycle does not follow itself, something is wrong. Y'all may be seated. God told Jeremiah in Jeremiah 29 and 11, he says that I know the plans that I have for you. Somebody say cycles. God has a designated plan for each one of your lives. He told Jeremiah, he said, before I, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. And when I formed you, I created a pattern. Somebody say pattern. How many of you know that God is the master builder? He's a master architect. That's why I believe God allowed Jesus to be a carpenter. A carpenter is the one that builds things. God is the one who is the architect. There is no good carpenter that does not sketch out what he's going to do. No good carpenter goes out there and hacking wood and say, I'm going to build something. He charts it out. He puts it on graph paper. He is a master. He is meticulous in how, how long things are going to be, how tall things are going to be, how wide things are going to be. And he knows the purpose of a thing before he starts building a thing. Can I tell you God took that much, that much meticulous time in making you? He made you with your ways. He made you with your proclivities. He made you with your likes and your dislikes, your quirks. He made them by design according to the pattern that he had for you. I have to let you know, people of God, that if God has a wish and a pattern and a cycle he wants you to go through, so does the devil. Tell somebody, the enemy has a plan for you. And so God desires us to follow the positive cycles that he has in his word. Somebody say biblical cycles. Biblical cycles, what, what, if, you do, if, you, if, if you do these things, just, just like God told them, told them in Deuteronomy 28. Say, if you do all these things, then you will get these blessings. Consequently, on the other flip side of the tongue, if you fail to do these things, these curses will come upon you. Somebody say cycles. Many times we are waiting for God to come and do something in our lives. And God said, I'm waiting on you to initiate the cycle. Give and it shall be given unto you. Press down, shake it together, run it over, shall men give unto your bosom. That, 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 that thing is initiated by you doing the first thing. We have not because we what, y'all? Because we ask not. Can I tell you that you are the cycle starter? Salvation is available for everybody, but unless we ask Jesus into our hearts, tell somebody, tell them, start the cycle. If you do anything in, 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 in name or in deed, do it in the name of Jesus. So many times we've been looking up, God, what, what, what are you going to do today? And God looking at us and saying, what are you going to do today? 
Because I gave you dominion on earth. I gave dominion, I gave dominion to man. Tell somebody, I'm a cycle starter. Psalm 119 and 56 says this. I'm going to give you biblical backing for it. It says, this I had because I kept thy precepts. The Holman Bible says this. It says, this is my practice. The thing that I do over and over again. This is my cycle. I obey your precepts. Somebody do your hand like that. Psalm 119 and 44 says this. So I will keep your law continually. I will obey your word, God, constantly in a cycle. Somebody say in a cycle. Proverbs 3 and 6 says this. In all your ways, in all your cycles, acknowledge him. And he will direct your paths. Come on, somebody do a cycle with me. But let me tell you this, as much as God has positive cycles for us to adhere to, the enemy has negative cycles. He knows the principle of cycles. And let me tell you this, what God came to establish, the enemy came to pervert. And that was worth the trip all over here. What God came to establish, Satan came to pervert. Can I tell you this, people of God, that Satan is the creator of nothing, yet he is the perverter of everything. He can create nothing. He can do nothing but be a copycat. But oh, how he gets in there and he twists and he perverts. He came to, he came to Eve. He said, you know, is, is there anything wrong with you eating that tree? She said, no. God, she said, God, God has told us that we can eat of this tree. If we eat this tree, we're going to surely die. Oh, you won't surely die. The only reason he don't want you to eat of that tree is because you're going to have knowledge like him and then you're going to be like God. See how he get and he twisted? He's a perverter. See, every time when we're talking, when we think about perversion, we're always thinking about somebody doing something sexual or somebody doing something amoral or something like that. But the enemy can just—he can take a kernel of truth and just just make a, a, a one-degree twist. What did God say? A little leaven leavens the whole lump. Tell somebody he's a perverter, and he, if he can pervert your cycle. He knows that we live by cycles. God is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Somebody say cycles. When Adam sinned, we were born in sin. It's shaped with iniquity. Somebody say cycle. We're born into that cycle of sin all because of what Adam started way back in the Garden of Eden. But Jesus came to break the cycle. And if Jesus is a cycle breaker, and if we are Christians, if we are followers, imitators, emulators of Jesus Christ, can I tell you something? It is your job to break cycles. Can anybody look through your life, through your family history? See, I've got the privilege right now of being middle aged. I know I look 16. They cut my hair extra low this week. But trust me, I'm middle aged. <laughs> but I've had the benefit to I lived a little bit of life now, Sister Norman. And the things I was too close to see in my 20s, I'm thinking, oh, that's just happening. But I see a couple of things come around a couple of times now. And I'm realizing those are cycles. And if I had known then, what I know now, I could have saved a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of heartache, a lot of tears falling on my pillow. If I just recognize my God, it's a cycle. Is it just me? People I dealt with. People I put my confidence and my trust in. 
was guided by emotion and fear rather than trusted to the voice of God. Anybody ever been there? In school, they said you had to repeat your grade if you didn't learn. I mean, you didn't learn, you didn't learn what you were supposed to learn commensurate with your age and your level, and so we're going to have to send you back through the cycle. See, everything became blame on anybody external. That's mean this is an internal series. I'm going to tell somebody this is an internal series. Anybody have ever had to pass a rock a couple times because you hadn't learned your lesson? God said, you didn't learn this lesson. I got to send you back down there through that again. I got you out of debt, and as soon as you get out of that, you get to blinging, blinging, and you getting, you getting, you renting rims, and you doing everything you know. God said, I got to take you back down there again. The last three dudes use you and abuse you. Baby, it's getting cold. Can I move in with you? How much money do you get on your card? All kind of stuff. And they don't want to move in. They suck. They didn't want to bring their dog with them. And their PlayStation. And you getting up and going to work. How did I get here? Anyway. This one different, girl. This one different. It's the same strip, different actors. Somebody say the cycle. Now, after a while, you need to get it now. Dropping you off to work with, uh, dropping you off to work on the short bus. Are you getting this? It's the same cycle. Why are you expecting a different result? That's the definition of insanity. If you keep doing the same thing, and you end up with the same result, I said that's a cycle. And only you can break it. There's not a hand laid on you that's going to break the cycle. There ain't no Hikamasanda going to break no cycle. You got to get like the, you got to get like the, like the prodigal son. You got to get tired of being in the home pen. This is, I, this ain't nowhere on my screen. But some of y'all been trying to help people. And until they get to rock bottom. They ain't gonna never break the cycle until they get tired of being tired. Ain't no matter money you give them, gonna break their cycle. Ain't no matter staying up to the midnight hour, listen to their problems, gonna break their cycle. When you get tired, when you want deliverance, give me a call. But until then, don't bother me. There's too many people who want something. The Bible talks about don't cast your pearls before swine. Swine will eat anything. Swine will get in the slop. They'll use the bathroom in it and then waddle in it. Don't you, don't you cast the precious thing that God give you in front of people who don't want it. And I don't know why I'm here. I don't, I don't know, no, I don't know what. Well, you need to do this just like this in front of their face. My brother, my sister, you are in a cycle. And when you're ready to get out, how many of y'all know people, and, and, and this is nothing to laugh at, how many know people who've been in substance abuse? I don't care how many times people have interventions and you take people and you, and you take them to the treatment and not until they get tired. I pray people through deliverance. 
People want relief. They don't want deliverance. You'd be better off to keep them devils you got than to get free. And you'd be bound with seven more. Somebody do like this. We've all got patterns. We've all got cycles. The question is, are we, are we perpetuating the correct cycles that God has for our lives? Somebody say cycle. I'm going to talk with you for a few minutes about a person, an interesting person in the Bible. Because there's a dichotomy. He, he was, did a whole lot of worldly things, but yet and still he was blessed of the Lord. I'm going to talk about Jacob just for a couple of minutes. Somebody say Jacob. Jacob is the son of Isaac. The son of Isaac. He was born, had a twin brother named Esau. And God told their mother, he said, there were two nations warring inside of your belly. And they were fighting against each other, even in the womb. They were fighting against each other, even in the womb, y'all. So much so that when Esau was born first, Jacob was holding on to his heel on his way out. And consequently, as a result of Esau being born, Esau was born with the birthright. Somebody say the birthright. In the biblical days, the first one was born was, was the one that was entitled to all the property, all the wealth, all the land, all the, all the animals. But both of them were born with a generational cycle of strife. And I want to talk to you just for a second about cycles that you're born with. Tell somebody, I was born with some cycles. Everybody was born with them. Some generational stuff that you have nothing to do with. We already talked about one that we were born in sin and shaped with iniquity. That's something we inherited by just being a human being on earth. Somebody say cycles. But God through Jesus Christ gave us the blood of Jesus Christ to break that cycle. And can I tell you that the blood of Jesus is more than just breaking sin cycles? That was worth the trip over here. The blood of Jesus. See, we stop at Jesus being our Savior. But we need to go on to him being our Lord. And when he's our Lord, he will show us the things that he can't use. These are the things that you had no business uh, it, it was no fault of your own you were born with you were born into people who, who were liars you were born into a family of people who were drug abusers you were born into a family with men men, men with women you, you were born into all these tests, tests but I had nothing to do with that but now that God shows you it's your responsibility to deal with the cycles Jacob and his brother were born with a cycle of strife. In their whole life, they were striving against each other. That example of how, of how they were born while he was holding on to his ankle and they were fighting in the womb, their whole life. Esau was a hunter. He was one to go out there and Isaac favored Esau and their mother favored him, uh, favored Jacob. And so they were constantly in competition. Daddy, winning, winning daddy's favor, because, you know, it behooved them back then to be in daddy's favor more than mama, because daddy's the one that can, that can convey the blessing. You got to understand that Isaac is the one. He's, he is the chosen son. He, he had another brother, but he's the chosen son of Abraham, so he was the holder. He was the rightful owner of the blessing. Somebody say the blessing. Yes. And so they both were in competition to get in line. For what? God had for them through their father. Some of you have to deal with a, with a cycle of anger and frustration. That it has nothing to do with you. It was passed down to you. That your mother may have carried you and she went through a whole lot of strife and high pain. Mothers, it's more than you just smoking and what you eating that goes to your baby. Yes. 
You know, they say, you know, don't smoke because it can, you know, the nicotine can reduce the size of the baby. But that's all well and good, all those things. It, there is a spiritual transmission that goes to your babies. And so what you listen to and how you talk to your baby and what you're going through, you can affect those that come from you. Some of us grew up in homes where father was not present. Where we were giving up and people didn't believe in us and we were the black sheep of the family. And what that did, that started cycles of neglect and rejection. And so it may, it may, not, it may not call itself rejection, but then what it does, it masks itself that I want to please everybody. I want to be accepted by everybody. That I can never fully step out in what God called me to do because I'm looking for approval and looking for a pat of back. When we've already established a couple of weeks ago that God alone accepts you. Tell somebody, I'm accepted. But to go along further in the story, Jacob, they knew that Isaac was about to die. And so their mother, she got with Jacob, said, look, I really favor you. And I know your brother is the firstborn. And I know he's the one that is, is the rightful owner to the blessing. You see, he had already tricked his brother out of his birthright. Esau was, Esau was hungry one day. I knew he was so hungry, he felt like he was about to die. Now, the man was a hunter. He could have killed anything and cooked it. But, you know, that's a whole other subject on the lust that we'll give away our birthright for something we think we want and we think we need is a whole nother message. But the mother said, here's what we're going to do. I want you to go find an animal skin. When you find an animal skin, I want you to wipe the blood. I want you to wipe all, all the, gre the fat grease. I want you to wipe it all over yourself and I want you to dress up in this fur because you know, the son Esau was a furry, was a furry man. He was very hairy man. He said because Isaac's eyes were dim and he couldn't see. He said, so when you go in the room, act like you're your brother so your daddy can give you the blessing. And so he followed the, the deceitful plan of his mother. He followed it. Ended up tricking their father. And then all of a sudden, Esau ran in and said, Father, 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 I need, I need the blessing. He said, I can't give the blessing, son. I've already given it away. And all of a sudden, the Bible says that Esau was wrought with anger. And he sought to kill his brother Jacob all because he done tricked me again. He already got my birthright and he said, at least I had the blessing. And he done tricked my daddy along with my mama and got the blessing and the birthright. But look at what Jacob had to do. He had the blessing, which is supposed to thing. So the blessing is supposed to be the thing where you can be anywhere and be planted, and God flourishes you, and God blesses you. But look what he was doing, y'all. He had the blessing, but was on the run. He had the possession of the kingdom of God. I ain't talking about now. Look, look, the blessing was still consolidated in one family. It wasn't all the families of the earth yet. We all, we all got the blessing through Jesus Christ. But the, the, but the whole blessing on the whole world was consolidated in this one man. And he was on the run with it. We can be saved. We can be sanctified. We can be Holy Ghost filled, fire baptized, speaking in tongues, walking in power, and walking with the blessing of God and still be living on the run. Running from your past. Running from, your, from what people said about you. Running from the shame of how could I let that man treat me like that? Or how could I let that woman use me like that? Or uh, you're running from the shame of you want the best mother for your children. Or running through the shame. The, the, the devil has us blessed, saved, sanctified. But we are not settled in where God has planted us. We should be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. But he's got us on the run. All because we're perpetuating negative cycles. Somebody do your hand like that. 
And so this part I'm talking about, cycles that we learn through exposure from other people. See, he didn't learn to be deceitful. His mama showed him how to be deceitful. See, this is what you're going to do, son. See, he just executed a plot that the mama gave him. And through that, if you see through the rest until God changed him, and we'll talk about God changing him, until God truly changed him, all he ever tried to do is trick people. He tried to get people, he tried to trick them, and it even leaked over him, even even in his sons. When they when 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 they raped, when this when this other nation raped they raped their daughter and said, Come and make peace with us. The son said, Yeah, yeah, we'll make peace with you. But what we need you to do first is we need you to get circumcised like we are. And they waited three days till the men were sore and they killed. Killed every last one of them. Don't you see how the cycle is perpetuated? That they mama sowed a seed of trickery and deceit and witchcraft. And this done jumped all the way down to her grandchildren. Anybody ever seen it? That if you, that cycles. Such somebody say cycles. Their grandmama loose, the nieces and the nephews and the grandbabies loose. If Papa was a rolling stone, his sons and his grandsons was a rolling stone. It's all through exposure. Say some things we're born with, some things we're born not even knowing about. But we saw something, an event happened in our life, and it perpetuated and started a cycle. But God is saying today, you have the power to break the cycle. Tell somebody, you can break it. Father not in the home. Tell somebody you can break it. Cycles of abuse. Tell somebody you can break it. Cycles of neglect and rejection. Tell somebody you can break it. Doesn't matter what you're exposed to. When you're exposed to the blood of Jesus. I said it before, but Jesus' blood broke more than the cycle of sin. It can break the cycle of promiscuity. It can break the cycle of lunacy and depression. Oh, God. You don't have to wait for me to call out the one in your family. Come on, come on. Somebody, somebody shout out the cycles that you know. Say, God, break it by the blood of Jesus. Break them, break them, God. Break them. Break them frustration and anger. Frustration and anger. People lying. People, I got liars in my family. I got drunkards in my family. I got people that, that have addictive tendencies in my family. That always trying to impress people. Somebody say, God, break it. Break the cycle. Break the cycle. Break the cycle. Cycles of poverty. Mama didn't know how to handle no money. Soon as you got something, it was like hole in the pockets. Soon as you get something, you got to be putting on the best and the greatest. And, 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 and you, mama can't keep a job. Daddy can't keep a job. You can't keep a job. Every job you're going in, those people don't like me. But they don't pay you to be liked. They pay you to do a job. Tell somebody, we got to break these cycles. Jacob was exposed to cycles. His mama showed him how to be a trickster. Mama showed him how to be a rouseabout, how to stir things up, how to take advantage of people when they're down, when they're not leaking, when they're, when, they're not, when they're not looking. The last thing they talk about he was running from his brother. And his servants told him that your brother is nearby. And he got scared again. Had the blessing, but operating in fear. And he said this. He said, y'all split up and go this way. Y'all split up and go this way. So in case one of our bands of, 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 of our camp gets caught, one of them will survive. He said, but when you do that, I want you to send some goats I want you to send all kind of herds. I want you to send it over him so perhaps if I pay him off, 
if I give him, a, if I break him off some of the blessing I took from him, now that, don't that sound crazy? To me, that's rubbing it in somebody's face. He said, perhaps if I give him a little bit of the blessing that's all his that I stole from him, maybe he will deal with me generously. And so this last one here is dealing with cycles that we develop to cope when, when life happens. It's just like, it's just like our immune system. Then when something happens, we get, we get a cut, the body immediately goes into action. There, 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 there was an invasion in the body, and so we got to send antibodies here, and we got to send white blood cells here, because we got to start the repair process. And that's the reason, and that's just like us in our natural lives, that when things happen to us, when we are hurt, when we are wounded, especially church hurt, when we are wounded, we build up antibodies to people loving us, to people properly correcting us, to people showing us kindness and generosity. And so we throw the baby out with the bathwater that I'm never going to have a relationship with anybody else, because the the last one I ended up wounded in when nothing is wrong with the institutional relationship, it was just the wrong booger you was hooked up to. Even Jesus had to have disciples and one of them betrayed him. Just about you need relationship. You need relationship. But what the devil does to us when life happens, we build up resistance. We build up scar tissue. We build up scabs over places in our lives that nobody will ever get there again. That I will never open up my heart. I will never trust. I will never love like that again because the last time I did it, I got hurt. And so we start a cycle of seclusion. We start a cycle, and the devil knows. He said, if I can just infect your heart, if I can just infect your mind, I know the seat to your heart, and you will never let. Everybody's going to need a baker or a butler to get to the palace. Tell somebody, you need somebody. You just need the right body. We all need somebody. Tell somebody, we need somebody. We just need the right body. And so what we do is, when life happens, we build up defenses. People say, instead of somebody doing something to me, I'm going to strike them first. And so we callous. And so we are a cutter. And so we are a slasher. Better you than me. I'd never be hurt like that again. And so if I got to stab you first to let you know don't play with me, Oh, Y'all know I'm, I'm, I'm coming out. I'm coming in somebody's driveway right now. And honking the horn. So I, I, uh, if I sniff like you the enemy, I'm going to cut you, cut your throat, and won't even see where you landed. Because nobody's ever going to hurt me like that again. Anybody know somebody? Don't tell on yourself. Anybody know somebody? Got a cousin like that? We're seeking the approval of others as a result of an event, of, of a life's event happen to, happening to us. Let me tell you something. Jacob, he was blessed. The blessing was at work. Tell somebody the blessing was at work. The blessing was at work, y'all. But yet and still he was having success but he couldn't enjoy success because he was on the run. Success should be, be able to be enjoyed in a place of peace. And he was on the run. He couldn't sit down and lay in his reward because he was on the run. Negative cycles have some measure of success. But what is gained from negative cycles is not worth what it took to get it. You ever known anybody that's got dirty money? And every time they hear a car backfire, they looking. 
Every time they see a car slowing down, it's somebody getting out their Uber. They see a car slowing down. Oh, Lord, it's a drive-by. Anybody ever seen people like that? They're just nervous. Well, if you ain't done nothing wrong, what you so nervous for? Anybody ever know people like that? Because you've done dirt, therefore you got to be looking over your shoulder. So what it see, see, you may be living with the blessing, you may be living with, with, with all the with all the spoils of war. I really tricked them, I got them. But the, but the PC, let me tell you something. What I learned in my middle age, there is nothing like a good restful night of sleep. That's worth more than money. That's worth more than a Tesla in a driveway. That's worth more than a five thousand square foot mansion. I, I, will, I will sleep in my one little one little room studio as long as I can sleep in peace. It's worth it all. Jacob had a blessing, but he didn't have peace, y'all. But he has his moment of truth. Tell somebody, everybody has a moment of truth. He sent his family off. He ends up going to sleep. When he ends up going to sleep, he wakes up and he sees a man. It's an angel. It's an angel. First thing he does, Jacob makes a decision to stop running. Everybody's standing. I'm finished. Tell somebody he stopped running. What do you mean? He was laying down, but he made a, he made a conscious decision in his spirit that I'm going to stop running. I made mistakes. Tell somebody you made mistakes. But tell him it's time to stop running. Tell somebody there's some things that happened to you that, were not, that are not your fault. Say, Ted, there are some things that happened to you that were not your fault. And they started cycles. Say, but today you can stop running. are not in denial that it hurt. We're not in denial that it's real. Tell somebody, it's very much real. The divorce was real. The molestation was real. The child dying before, before the parent. Tell somebody, that's very much real. But how long ago are you going to stay in this cycle? You don't have to know what that cycle is. Ask your neighbor, how long are you going to stay in this cycle? Come on, come on, ask somebody else. Ask him else, say, how long? Genesis 32 says this. We're about, to, we're about to go. Genesis 32 and 22 says this. And he rose. Somebody say, he rose. That night and took his two wives, his two female servants, his 11 sons, and crossed over the ford of Jabbok. He took them, sent them over the brook, and sent them over what he had. Then Jacob was left alone. And a man wrestled with him. until the day of break, the breaking of day. Now when he saw that he could not prevail against him, he touched the socket of his hip and he wrestled with him. Come on up. The first thing that Jacob did, he stopped running. Somebody say he stopped running. But he woke up and he saw this angel. And he started wrestling with him. His next instinct, come on, come on, don't let me push you. Come on, come on, wrestle with me. Come on. Come on, don't throw me too hard. <laughs> Y'all know I'm a buck for it. Come on, wrestle with me, wrestle with me. Come on, come on.
Come on. He wrestled with me. He wrestled. He wrestled. He wrestled with that angel. See, you got to understand, he had no explanation that the word of God gave no explanation why he started fighting. All they knew, he woke up and they knew that I got to fight because this is a moment that I perceive that I've got to fight for something. He said, I'm tired of living in these cycles. I'm tired of living life on the run. I'm tired of living day after day, week after week. I'm tired of going church, week after week, and my existence. And so he began to fight. And so he began to fight. And so he began to fight. And when the angel saw he couldn't prevail, he broke his hip. And then all of a sudden, he's wounded, but he's still fighting. He's wounded, but he's still fighting. He's wounded, but he's still fighting. Anybody wounded, but you're still fighting. Anybody wounded, but you're still fighting. I got a broken hip. I got a broken marriage. I got a broken intellect. But I still got a fight in me. And so the angel's trying to get away. He said, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I ain't going to let you go. I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. Come here, I'm not going to let you go. 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 He said, wait a minute. The day is about to be. I don't care what time of day it is. My nature is about to change as a result of holding on. You tell somebody, you better hold on. 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 I don't care what it look like. I don't care what it look like. I don't care what the enemy say. You better hold on. Let me explain something to you. Can I tell you something? Now y'all have to realize that that angel was supernatural. Somebody say supernatural. So you had to know he was stronger than him physically. The angel had more power, Woo. but he did not have more authority. Let me explain this to you. Let me explain it to you. Woo. God gave Adam and Eve authority to be fruitful, multiply, subdue, have dominion. Somebody say authority. And even though that angel was a spiritual being, nothing in the spirit can be done in the earth unless it has the permission of man. And so although the angel was stronger, he was out of his jurisdiction. You know what jurisdiction is. He had no legal right to win. He had no legal right to win. And so Jacob, come here, come here, come here. And so Jacob said, you know, you know this, this puny little man's strip can't be the angel. What the angel was saying is, your will won't let me go. Your will. Ask somebody, how is your will? How soon are you quick to get up? Come on, try to get away from it. How quick? Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Where's your will? Are you willing to give up on that marriage? Are you willing to give up on those children? Come on, tell them that I'm going to break the cycle. Jacob understood that this was my moment to stop running. He realized that this was my moment to break the cycle. And I'm telling you right now, people of God, that if you're willing to wrestle, if you're willing to fight, your deliverance from your cycle has nothing to do with God and has to do with your will. Tell somebody, you can break the cycle. You can break the cycle. It's all in your mind. You can break the cycle. You can break the cycle. 
You can break the cycle. You can break the cycle. You can break the cycle. Somebody lift your hands. God said you can break the cycle. I don't care what you inherited from your mama then. I don't care what you got for your auntie in there. You can break the cycle. If you're willing to fight for it, you can break the cycle. If you're willing to wrestle, if you're willing to hold on, if you're willing to continue to fight with the broken hip, with the broken arm, with the broken spirit, if you're willing to fight, you can break the cycle. Somebody worship him in this room right now. Somebody lift your hands in this place. God said, I'm not going to break the cycle. I'm going to empower you to break the cycle. I'm going to empower you to break the cycle. Just like Jacob was able to break the cycle. He was able to break the cycle. The angel said, won't you let me go? Because day is about to break. Let me tell you what he told that angel told him. Say Jacob was left alone and the man wrestled with him until the break of day. Now when he saw that he could not prevail against him, he touched the socket of his hip and, and the socket of Jacob's hip was out of joint and he wrestled with him. And he said, let me go before day breaks. But he said, I will not, Lord, I will not let you go unless you bless me. Can I tell you, he had the blessing, yet and still he was not blessed. Tell somebody, I want the blessing. And I want to be blessed. And he said to him, what is your name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel. For you have struggled with God and with man. And you have prevailed. Now let me explain this. That may seem like we're being disrespectful to God and struggling with God. But how many you know if we're fasting and praying and we're laying before the Lord that you're struggling with God? Not that he doesn't want to do it, but we're showing how bad we want it. We're showing how bad we need it. We're showing, say, God, I will lay here all night to get for you to change my nature, for you to change my very nature, for you to take these cycles out of me. Somebody say, take these cycles out of me. Take these cycles out of me. Come on, somebody lift your and say, God, take these cycles. Take these cycles out of me. Take these cycles out of me. You know what your cycles are. You know the thing that you're doing over and over again. Somebody pray to the Lord right now. God, take these cycles out of me. Come on, come on. Somebody lift your and say, God, take these cycles out of me. Take these cycles out of me. real quick real quick I want you to listen to me very specifically the anointing is not here to break cycles that's going to be another week but the anointing is here to empower you to break your own cycles if you want to be anointed to break your own cycles I want you down in this altar real quickly real quickly Real quickly. Doesn't mean you're in sin. Doesn't mean that you don't love God. It just means that you're human. And that we've gotten stuck in cycles. But God has a far more better plan. Y'all come close, come close. I ain't gonna bite. Y'all come on close, come close, come close. Anybody else? Come on, you know there's some negative cycles that are, that are impeding your progress. And God said when the word comes to you like this today, if you don't do anything about it, God said you own it from now on. You own it from now because I am here to empower you to break your own cycles. Come on, tell somebody you can break the cycle today. Come on, is that everybody? Is everybody, everybody, everybody else? I want y'all to be putting your hands this way. And I want you to be praying. Now, let me tell y'all something. It doesn't mean that you're in sin. It doesn't mean that God doesn't love you. It just means that you're human. And, and by virtue of you living day by day and things happening to you, you can get stuck in certain cycles. And the enemy is banking that the truth would not find you so that you stay in these cycles. And when you stay in these cycles, you will never fulfill the fullness of what God has called you today. But tell somebody, it breaks today. Come on, confess it out of your mouth. Tell them it breaks today. It breaks today. Come on, hold hands with that person beside you. Hold hands with that person beside you. 
Tell somebody, we're going to get free today together. We're going to get free today together. We're going to be a graduating class together. God's going to give us our hammer so we can break some cycles. Come on, let's pray. Father God, it's in the name of Jesus. We thank you today, Lord, that your word has found us. Your word has found us and it has sold us. The, the, the light of revelation has shown us where the enemy has been stealing from us by perpetuating and getting us stuck in, 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 in infinity loops of cycles, negative cycles of defeat, negative cycles of low self-esteem, negative cycles of, of, of depression and, and, and mistrust and rejection. God, whatever it is, God, you have given us the will inside of us. You have given us the internal fortitude to fight our way out of it. So just like Jacob fought that angel, God, we are tired of being tired. We are sick of being sick. We are tired of going through the same figure eight throughout our lives. And God, we are ready for change. And so right now, God, we thank you right now that the assignment of the enemy is, is, is canceled over our lives. The devil, Lord, Lord just, just the same way that you had plans for us in our mother's womb, so did the enemy. So God, right now, we thank you that the blood of Jesus breaks the cycles of self-defeat and self-loathing, of lust and promiscuity and, and low self-esteem or whatever it is, God, immorality, God, whatever it is, God, sickness and disease and poverty, God, we can walk out of it today. We thank you right now that you give us the will and the fortitude to walk out of the cycles. Lord, I thank you right now that a wave of deliverance begins to hit this altar right now. God, send your fire. Send your fire to empower us, God. Lord, you're not going to do it. Lord, you're going to do it in concert with us. You're going to do it with us. You're going to do it with us. You're going to do it in concert with us, God. You're going to do it in concert with us. You're going to do it in concert with us. Thank you for tuning in today with Fellowship Church. We pray that you were blessed by the message, and we would like to connect with you through our website, fellowshipws.org, or facebook.com slash at the fellowship. If you are ever in the greater triad area, we would love for you to be our VIP for weekend worship experience on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. On behalf of Pastor Tony and the Fellowship family, thank you again for joining us. And remember to love God, love people, and impact the world.